there, and welcome to the Conscious Coping Club. I'm Lori Sharp-Page, and I'm bringing my expertise as a psychotherapist and my baggage as a human and my hunch that learning how to cope will be a lot more fun when we do it together. On this week's episode, we're exploring the feeling of embarrassment, the coping skill of paradoxical intention, and the mental health resource of my book, Conscious Coping. So get ready to invest in your mental health right here on the Conscious Coping Club, where we cope better together. I want to start by talking about a feeling I think that we all love, embarrassment. Embarrassment is a powerful emotion, one that a lot of us, including myself, will do almost anything to avoid. But can embarrassment be avoided? Yes, sure, for a period of time, you probably can, but at what cost? This is a story I want to share with you today about embarrassment and what the cost of avoiding it has entailed. Embarrassment is a complex emotion, a feeling that springs up when we least expect it. It often appears when we've stumbled either metaphorically or literally, and we find ourselves the focus of unwelcome attention or judgment from ourselves or others. In my own life, I've spent the better part of this last year tiptoeing around situations to avoid this potent feeling. And believe me, the cost of doing so has been quite high. I've missed out on opportunities, dodged experiences that might have enriched me or got me closer to my goals, and shied away from forming deeper connections, all because I was too afraid of that all too familiar hot flush of embarrassment. I was so fearful of it that I shut down and coped very ineffectively with it by just avoiding it. Does this sound familiar? Because I know it's not just me. We all have our own stories of embarrassment, moments we've replayed in our mind wishing we could rewrite, or moments that cause us fear when we think about what we're going to write into the future. And that can make it really hard to put yourself out there again. These stories often come with their own cost, lost chances, skipped events, sidestepped interactions, all because we're scared of the potential of a moment of embarrassment. But what if we could know that we could tolerate whatever feeling we may have in the future? What if we leaned into the inherent discomfort that happens at times in our lives, holding them in regard instead of disdain, instead of disdain? As I've learned in the past year, there's a value in these uncomfortable moments. When you don't have them, you don't go anywhere. There are the opportunities for growth, understanding ourselves better, and becoming stronger. And so if you find yourself struggling to cope with embarrassment, or you just simply are like me and have great fear of it, join me in learning a more effective way of coping with embarrassment. For when we face embarrassment head on, we also face our fears. We learn to laugh at ourselves, develop resilience, and open ourselves up to new experiences beyond just embarrassment. So join me on this journey as we explore, understand, and ultimately learn to embrace the power within embarrassment. After all, it's part of what makes us human. Today, I want to introduce to you a concept that you may or may not have heard of, and that's paradoxical intention. Paradoxical intention is a psychological technique that flips conventional wisdom on its head. 
Previously, I shared with you my personal struggle with avoiding embarrassment and how that experience has cost me dearly. So I sought out a radical solution. Enter paradoxical intention. See, change doesn't come without intentional action. Avoiding embarrassment had become a habit for me, and it was one that I was determined to break. Paradoxical intention is about confronting what we fear rather than avoiding it. It's a tool that asks us to deliberately engage with our fear, to rob it of its power over us. With embarrassment in me, that means willingly stepping into situations where it might rear its head, being radical in my approach to it, accepting it rather than steering clear. So for me, my biggest fear is that I am an imposter and that inevitably by stepping out into the world and into the innate vulnerability of sharing my work with it, I will result in just oodles of embarrassment. And of course, the much hated experience of extreme embarrassment, the cringe. My solution had been to lock myself in a room and just not do anything, for if I do nothing, then there is nothing to be embarrassed by. Easy. Easy, sure, but costly. I just spent this year hiding away, hoping someone would see my work and value it, while I was too scared to even promote it myself. When I tell you that I got emotionally stuck in a bad way for the better part of last year, I mean it. Yes, us psychotherapists go through it too. We possess no special secrets or elixirs other than the exposure to the universal nature of these challenges and the expansive range of tools people use to cope with them. It's taken the first part of this year to unwind myself from that space, to set myself straight enough to know what I needed to do was to dig in. What I needed to do was to get practice, to get good, and nothing more than putting myself into situations that I wanted to avoid. I wanted to build my tolerance to embarrass and the potential for it so that I could live my dream, so that I could move beyond this time. So I tried some paradoxical intention on for size, and I thought intentionally, how can I face this fear head on? What would I be doing if I weren't scared by the potential that I would be embarrassed by it? And And the answer was immediate and clear. I would be creating a lot of great conscious coping content. I'd be broadcasting my message and being open to whatever comes back with the knowing that whatever it is, I can cope effectively with it. I only have to pay attention to my mental health and cope with intention. So here I am doing just that. I'm speaking my truth, sharing my insights, fully aware that this might bring feelings of embarrassment. With each word, with each idea shared, there's a potential for embarrassment. Scary but there is also potential for growth. I've chosen to focus on the latter and my message of conscious coping is too important to keep to myself. You might ask why purposely invite embarrassment? The answer is simple. I'm not inviting it, I'm accepting it. And when I do so, there's freedom for me. By facing embarrassment, I'm starting to break its grip over me. Each encounter with my fear lessens its impact Embracing potential embarrassment transforms it into a source of dread, into a chance for personal development. I invite you to try this approach for yourself, but please keep in mind a couple key things. First, like all coping skills, paradoxical intention is not meant for every situation or person. Be mindful with your usage of it. Additionally, this approach is best used for situations where you're avoiding discomfort or growth opportunities due to limiting or unhelpful beliefs. So join me on this journey towards conscious coping. 
try out paradoxical intention or maybe another coping skill on for size, anything to keep from ineffectively coping with embarrassment through avoidance. For when we define our relationship with embarrassment, we can get closer to the dreams we hold near. As we wrap up our exploration of paradoxical intention, let's move towards a subject that's very close to my heart, my book, Conscious Coping. Conscious coping is more than just words on a page. It's a journey, a journey of learning to protect, nurture, and strengthen your mental health. This book is my contribution to the world, my attempt to make mental health care comprehensive and accessible for everyone. Conscious coping isn't about avoiding life's challenges. It's the opposite. Sound familiar? It's about meeting them head on. It's about developing a robust foundation of tools and skills and resilience. And in the book, you're going to find those things, tools and strategies for coping with all of life's varied challenges. But more than that, you're going to find a guide for transforming how you view your mental health, shifting from a reactive stance to a proactive one. Conscious coping is for anyone seeking a stronger, healthier mind. It's for anyone ready to embrace life fully with all of its twists and turns. That's all for this episode of the Conscious Coping Club. Join me in this journey at ConsciousCoping.club, where we navigate the labyrinth of life together with intention, courage, and a sense of discovery. Make sure to like and follow for more great content. And until next time, don't just cope, consciously cope. Bum, bum, bum.